Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. Over the past few nights, my husband and I have been reading an exodus about the plagues of Egypt. It always has boggled my mind that after so much affliction and so many prophecies being fulfilled, Pharaoh still wouldn't believe. He asked his priests to replicate the signs and wonders that Moses and Aaron performed, and when they were able to duplicate them, he was satisfied, as long as the signs didn't fall outside of what could be considered normal or what could be explained away, Pharaoh could not be moved. First, Moses turned Aaron's staff into a serpent and had Aaron turn the river to blood. Then plagues of frogs, lice, and flies appeared. Moses even allowed Pharaoh to choose the day on which the frogs would be destroyed, and Pharaoh still didn't believe. As the signs intensified, Pharaoh tried to find a way around what Moses was asking. First, he said that the Israelites could serve God in Egypt, but Moses insisted that they needed to go into the wilderness to sacrifice to God. Pharaoh conceded, but after the plagues disappeared, he went back on his word again and again. Next, the signs only were sent to the area where the Egyptians lived, while the Israelites were spared. The Egyptians' cattle died, the Egyptians developed boils, and a huge storm of hail and fire fell in Egypt, but not in Goshen, where the Hebrews lived. Pharaoh responded to these signs as he did to the signs before. He seemed remorseful or even repentant, but then, after things were cleared up, he hardened his heart. Egypt was next smitten with locusts. Even Pharaoh's servants started to complain at this point, so he summoned Moses and Aaron. Moses insisted that they all needed to leave in order to serve their god, but Pharaoh again tried to find a way around this. First, he suggested that only the men should go. Obviously, this was not a satisfactory solution. So Egypt was covered in thick darkness because of Pharaoh's pride. Pharaoh suggested that all the Israelites could go as long as they left their flocks and herds behind. But Moses explained that this was insufficient and Pharaoh hardened his heart and refused to let them go. Finally, the Lord sent the angel of death to kill every firstborn in Egypt. He told Moses that the Israelites should sacrifice an unblemished lamb for each house and paint its blood on the doorframe so that they would be spared. Then they were instructed on how to eat the first Passover meal, the meat of the lamb, unleavened bread, and bitter herbs eaten in haste. As you can imagine, there was great lamentation in Egypt when all the firstborn were found dead. Pharaoh finally told Moses and Aaron to take the children of Israel and leave. But true to form, Pharaoh changed his mind again and pursued them. But the Israelites passed over the Red Sea on dry ground, and the Egyptians who followed them were drowned. How often do we behave like Pharaoh? When things aren't going our way, we work to repent and change, but then, when things seem to be getting better, we return as the dog to his vomit, to our sins and our former beliefs. As long as the priests were able to replicate the signs to some degree or another, Pharaoh wasn't disturbed. And once the problems went away, Pharaoh always regretted his change of heart. 
When miracles have a logical explanation or when they follow the laws of nature, do we harden our hearts? At these times when we may be tempted to do just that, let's remember Pharaoh. Let's remember that God created the world. He created the laws of the world. And simply because something follows those laws doesn't mean it's not of God. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.